0: Radio Headspace is supported by Quince. Imagine upgrading your wardrobe with luxury essentials at unbeatable prices. Quince is here to transform the way you shop, with a range of high quality items priced within reach. The best part? All Quince items are priced 50 to 80% less than similar brands, and Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing practices and premium fabrics and finishes. I love that. A piece I'm loving from Quince are the linen pants that are perfect amount of cozy and corporate. So indulge in affordable luxury, y'all. Go to quince.com slash radioheadspace for free shipping on your order and 365-day return. That's com slash radioheadspace to get free shipping and 365-day return. quince.com slash radioheadspace.
1: EarthBreeze sheets look just like a dryer sheet, but it's ultra-concentrated, liquidless, laundry detergent. EarthBreeze is tough on stains and odors while being kind to the planet and your skin. EarthBreeze sheets are dermatologist-tested, hypoallergenic, and free of bleach, dyes, and parabens there's also a fragrance-free option. Earthbreeze got rid of unnecessary chemicals for a formula that is kind to sensitive skin of all ages, including babies. No more heavy lifting or measuring sticky blue goo from a massive plastic jug. My favorite thing about eco sheets is how easy they are to use, and I guarantee you once you start using them, you'll never go back. Right now, my listeners can receive 40% off EarthBreeze just by going to earthbreeze.com slash radioheadspace. That's earthbreeze.com slash radioheadspace to cut out single-use plastic in your laundry room and claim 40% off of your subscription. earthbreeze.com slash radioheadspace.
0: Headspace
2: Hi there, it's Sam, and welcome to Friday into Radio Headspace. You've made it to the end of a week focused on self care. When I was a teenager, I craved silence. I had three younger siblings at the time, all of them between the ages of three and seven, and there was a lot of stimulation. Being a teenager is tough for many reasons, one of them being that the teen brain, namely the prefrontal cortex, is under construction. And this makes it harder to manage difficult thoughts and control impulses. And the added stress of sensory overload can elicit anger and frustration more easily in adolescence. When I talk about the adolescent brain, I mean the brain we have until we're 26. So from birth to 26, your brain is undergoing major construction. The prefrontal cortex, or PFC, is the brain's decision maker, integrator, and controller of impulses giving us the capacity to sift through experience and make sense of it. And in adolescence, our brain takes longer to formulate thoughtful responses. Since I couldn't escape from my noisy house as a teenager, I had to find ways to get the quiet I needed without becoming a tyrant with my family. I ended up inventing a game I called the quiet game, which I would initiate by saying, one, two, three, quiet, and then whoever spoke or made a sound would lose. My middle sister was a fierce player and actually won most of the time. The need for stimulation varies a lot. I learned this from working with very sensitive children in my practice and just from living my own life. I think of my uncle who plays loud music whenever he's driving, and then I think of myself, a person who prefers to drive in silence most of the time. What do you lean toward when it comes to stimulation? Do you gravitate toward busy, bustling areas and loud music, or do you prefer quiet time in solitude with a few close friends? Most of us like a bit of both and lie somewhere along the spectrum. I've worked with many young people on sensory integration and have found that spending more time with our senses is helpful for everyone across the stimulation spectrum. Integrating involves bringing awareness to the sensations, on purpose, one at a time, which changes our relationship to them. Sensory integration is a term that captures how our brain takes in information from our five senses and organizes and formulates an appropriate response to it. One exercise I like to teach involves listening to sounds in your environment as if you were listening to music, or as if you had invited those sounds to be there. This helps to decrease reactivity and the rejection of the sounds especially sounds that are annoying at first. Another aspect of this activity is to get curious, noticing sensations that arise in your body as you're listening to the sounds. You can try this activity in the car with your kids or another passenger. Just invite them to close their eyes or keep their gaze on a fixed spot. And then ask them to notice sounds of the road and sounds inside the car with curiosity Ask them to share what details they noticed about the sounds and what sensations they felt in their body as they listened. One of my favorite mindful listening activities to do with children is to have them listen to traffic sounds that I play from my phone, and then sounds of rainfall or birds or some sounds of nature. And as they listen, they notice changes in their mind and their body. I'm always surprised that so many of the children enjoy listening to the traffic noise, They find it funny, or they just enjoy the feeling of being jolted by the honking of the cars. I want to give you some tips for integrating the stimulation in your life, which is especially helpful if there are some big differences in preferences between you and your family members. Let's start with an exercise to connect with our senses right now. If you're driving while listening, please keep your eyes open. And we'll start just by looking around the room you're in, paying attention to light and shadow. And now as you look around, notice shapes, different shapes around you. And now if it's safe to do so and if it's comfortable, you can close your eyes and just take a slow, deep breath in and out of your nose as you notice any scents in the air, anything you can smell. And now notice any tastes or sensations in your mouth. And then going to the sensation of touch, just feeling your clothes against your body, keeping your arms and legs warm, and noticing your socks or shoes on your feet, maybe the coolness or warmth of the air on your skin. And finally, just start to get curious about the sounds around you listening as if you invited each sound you hear to be here just as they are. And if your eyes are closed, you can start to blink them open. Just take a moment to notice how you feel after grounding into your senses. I find that starting with connecting to my senses really helps me to settle into my meditation session more easily. There are a lot of ways to connect with your senses. You can try slowing down on purpose by walking more slowly. You can even try picking up your mug or tying your shoes with more intention, which helps to regulate your nervous system. If you have children, you can go on a sensory walk, which is a really fun way to connect with your senses as you take in your surroundings in a new way. While on your walk, you can make notes of things you haven't noticed before and keep a kind of field journal. You can even get a book about the fauna and flora where you live and look for examples of plants and animals that you read about. Another great activity is mindful eating. And because it's so hard for many of us to eat an entire meal mindfully, you can take your first few bites mindfully, noticing texture, sensations, and flavors as you eat. Noticing our senses one at a time helps our prefrontal cortex to communicate better with other parts of our brain which promotes resilience and integration. So I've thoroughly enjoyed sharing my thoughts and ideas with you over these last few weeks, and I hope you've enjoyed them too. Please feel free to reach out to me on Instagram at anchored underscore Sam, or send us an email at radio at headspace.com. Thank you for being a vital part of our community, and I'll see you back here sometime in the new year.